0: Yeah, you're my new motivation guy, Kenneth.
1: Appreciate that, bro. Appreciate that, man. All
0: right, I believe that we're alive now. Kenneth Monsanto of Fitness Authority, Whatever It Takes Fitness and Vibes and Paint. How you doing today, brother?
1: Bro, I'm blessed, man. Blessed. Focus.
0: See, I love your energy, bro. Blessed and focused. How'd you... um, you're a business owner, you're, you're a black business owner yeah, and uh, you're a young business owner. I feel like we don't have a lot of those either. How long have you been running the, the fitness authority and uh, whatever it takes fitness and vibes and paint with Mitri?
1: Um, so fitness authority is actually kind of my newest venture. That's me and a team, um, Russell Stewart, Chris Wilson. Um, those are my partners with fitness authority and that's the brand where we bring challenges. We do digital training at home. Um, whatever it takes fitness that's been going on for about five years and, um, vibes and paint. I started at about two years and some change ago.
0: Okay. Okay. What inspired you to, to do that? To
1: In what regards, like what made me become a business owner? What do you asking me clearly?
0: What, not what made you want to be a business owner? Cause I'm sure a lot of people that is kind of the american dream to be a business owner to work for yourself to not have to answer to anybody um you said you're a man of god so i'm sure the only person Definitely. that you you really worry about answering to at the end of the day is is your holy father um so what inspired you to make businesses out of those pursuits
1: um to be honest bro um it started out out of necessity man um I was I was incarcerated for a long time. When I came home, um it wasn't too many opportunities for me. And I was incarcerated as a child. So when I came home, it was just like, what can I do? You know, and that's when I was just like, this is what I'm passionate about, you know, and my passion is what really started to develop my purpose, you know. And as far as the entrepreneur spirit, that's something that I've been my whole life. So since I was a kid, I was the guy who um when I was young, I would steal beers from the store sell them in my neighborhood, um, on the church bus sell candy. So I've always had my hands in um, knowing how to put some money in and, and, and double it back. So it just only made sense that I turned it into one of my passions with um, fitness and vibes and paint. I just saw a need, you know, in the Fredericksburg area that I live, you know, it's, it's not too many places as a black man that I felt comfortable going out where it was safe, comfortable and conducive for all parties. And it was just like we don't have this it's a need let me just add some value so that was the the science behind that
0: i see what you mean about um not being conducive because it it does feel like the culture the nightlife around here is very much geared towards one direction um definitely a a certain class of people and a a certain race of people um so what have you guys been trying to do to make it more conducive to your community to to the rest of the community
1: it's, it's 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 so funny man the biggest thing is you know this um being creative man and just having things that you know we do trapping paints we do reggae nights we do listening parties we do day parties we do fundraisers with high schools um anything and everything man just bringing um where you know our 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 town is a commuter town so we're right in the you know richmond DC so it's like anytime I wanted to go somewhere I wanted to take somebody out have a good time a safe time you know it was oh let's go to Richmond and do this or let's go to DC so it was just like bringing those um those opportunities to our area you know at at an affordable price where it was a safe environment and an inclusive environment where everybody knew they were welcome and it just God just blessed it bro
0: yeah and what you guys do is really powerful in the community man especially with the way that you give back to the local high schools and stuff.
1: Yeah, definitely, bro. I appreciate that, man. You know, adopt the adopt the senior, man. That's started nonprofit kids who buy, and it was it was really, it was really a necessary. You know, I'm an individual. I didn't go to high school, you know, and but I understand the value of that, and that's a you know that's a big part of a child's life. So it's just like where, um, where could we add value? You know, that was the biggest thing. Where could we add value? And really affecting our community, where it was one thing that where we could donate this or we could do this now let's pour into these kids' future let's get the kids that's in our community find out what they want to do, tell them to make a list, and we're going to get adults to pour into them so it's just it's man it's been blessed bro I'm glad that our community's starting to stand up and really um take advantage of pouring into our our future, you know because right now you know these people are going to be the lawyers, the police, the judges. All of the individuals in our community. So it's like when you get an inclusive thing where you know, yo, they care about us. I have a mentor to direct me. Where so many of us, if five years ago, ten years ago, when you got out of high school, if somebody came and said, "What do you want to do? Oh, I can help you with that." Where would you be? You know what I mean? Right.
0: So, did you have a troubled youth, Kenneth?
1: Um, bro, I was I was wild, bro. You know what I mean? I'm from the Hampton, Newport News area. Okay. So. You know i'm one of those individuals man that um early on in life i started making bad decisions you know what i mean or poor decisions just due to you know all types of things you know environment family i think this i felt this way school and then um bro i just wrote off it's like it was social abdication where i don't have nothing to do i don't know what to do um, nobody cares what i do you know what i mean i just didn't have any purpose so it just led to me ultimately doing what I wanted to do, you know what I mean?
0: Right, but the reason I asked that is just because it, it, you put off a vibe like you really want to help people, help young people that were definitely. where you were troubled and, and making dumb decisions. I did a lot of messed up stuff too, dude. Like, you know, I, I'm definitely no saint. Uh, I didn't spend a lot of time incarcerated like you said that you have, but um, it seems like you really wanna help people in that stage of their life where you and I were making horrible decisions, poor decisions.
1: It's bigger than that, bro. I wanna help people before they get to that stage in life. You <laughs> know what I mean? It's it's not about prevention is the best cure. You know, right, right now right. it's just, you know, I understand with me, like I said, I can give you a, a sob story or a list of this happened, this happened, I didn't have this and all of that. But the biggest thing is where I didn't understand these principles that that man it's free for us to give and as adults man it's our responsibility especially me as a black man due to the state and climate of our community our society and our world it's like i'm it's i have a responsibility i'd be wrong not to do right you know
0: right and that's i i think about that often too because you know i I come from a alcoholic family a house of chaos divorced parents dysfunction drug addicts Mm -hmm. and and It's very, very, very easy for someone to blame uh, their life or where they're at in life on their childhood or whatever, on their parents. Um, And at a certain point, I became responsible for my own actions, my own decisions, my own interpretations. And um, once you realize that, you have to move forward with that knowledge and you can't can't blame other people for your problems.
1: Definitely. I mean, it gets you nowhere, it's like you blaming you, I'm upset. My parents did this. That's like you drinking poison and you wanting them to die by you running around with that <laughs> that in you, bro. It doesn't make sense.
0: Right. Wow. That's uh, that's deep. Yeah. It's like a self-destructive to kill someone else. <laughs> exactly. That's deep, man. So um, a big reason I wanted to have you on is to talk about fitness because um, I'm in self-discipline and, and then we were Hell talking yeah. before the podcast uh time management it seems like you have a good grasp on all those things being a business owner with all these different ventures um you're traveling right now out of town networking and um just trying to expand your range and your network and um you're you're running these fitness programs that's what i really want to talk about how has the covid affected your fitness programs
1: bro to be honest um Bro, it's been a blessing business-wise for me, you know? Um, To be honest, like, I was one of the individuals that I want to say around March 5th, I saw what was happening, and I made the pivot immediately. Okay, how can I leverage what I do well in person on digital training? It was a no-brainer. So, you know, I was able to put that out there, start my classes, start my challenges, meet with my team before individuals even kind of knew what was going on. So it was just like I kind of anticipated what was going on. Yeah. And um and my and my product, bro. My product is, you know, my team, the people I surround myself is A one. Like the challenge is we just ended round two. And I wanna say there's 31 days and bro, we getting hella games, bro. Like the people are looking amazing, bro. Like it's like I look at them and I'm like, damn, I'm good. Like, you know what I mean? So it's 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 been a blessing, bro. Like to be honest, it's just that pivot and being um being proactive, bro, because, you know, crisis, crisis is a time for clarity, but crisis brings great opportunity to those who have vision. And I'm not talking about this, I'm talking about this. Yeah, You have vision, you know, it brings opportunity. You know, that's why we know essential. We've been talking about essential things. You know what I mean? So in this time, we've been able to, okay, get away from this, get away from this. It's not essential. It's like, you know, nobody's talking about NFL, NBA, all of these things now. You know what I mean? But six weeks ago, the only talk was toilet paper. So it was just like, what can I leverage? What can I leverage that I do well in person over in technology? And like I said, like it was just a, um, bro, I've been, bro, this is bro. I can't even take credit, bro. This guy, you know what I mean? I can't even take credit, bro.
0: You think that he works through you? He uses you as a conduit?
1: Hell yeah, bro. You know, and that's only because, you know, I'm, change leads, feelings follow, you know? Where, you know, I'm in a place of um, obedience, bro. Obedience is better than sacrifice in my life. That's how I'm living where it's just like, you know, if I'm instructed to do something and it's just like I'm maneuvering, my decisions are channeled through him. So it's like, I pray, then I'm making decisions. You know what I mean? I'm doing my research, then I'm making decisions. You know, I'm referring to mentors, then I'm making decisions. So it's a channel, a system of checks and balances once I put in, put in place, man, it was, bro, it was unbelievable, man. It's just been, I could just say, man, it's, it's been good, bro. It's been good, bro.
0: I can feel it, man. I wish that I could do this podcast in person. I, I miss doing the podcast in person cause it's more organic and you can feel somebody's energy, but man, you got it. You got that energy. Do you think that, do you think that there's been a barrier with you and your train with, the trainer trainee relationship because of having to do it virtually and not being able to physically be in the same space?
1: Um, no, bro. And I say that in the sense of like, you know, one of the biggest things, man, is, you know, like me, like the things that I tell my clients, I do, you know, like I'm in this journey too at the 31 days of challenge, the last one, round two, I picked up new disciplines and did it. And it's just like, you know, right now I'm talking to you. I'm in your crib, bro. Wherever you're at, I'm here with you, I'm feeling you. And I'm fully engaged in the process. So it's like, it's one thing to have a trainer, but it's like, yo, we wanna know everything. I wanna know if you're drinking, I wanna know if you're recovering, we're gonna hold you accountable. You know what I mean? I wanna know everything and anything. That's because it's like, their success is my success. So it's not a program. I know everybody in my class, you right. know, and by five o'clock in the afternoon, Monday, Wednesday and Friday, that's 90 to 120 people that's been trained. I know all of them. You know, I'm familiar with them. And that's just the intentionality that I have with a great team, a great support system, and just really wanting to give supreme value. You know, like, it's fitness authority. Fitness authority is not because it was a cute name. It's just, we're the authority in that town, period. You know what I mean? And that's just coming from a level of, we're not just offering a physical refinement, Physical, mental, and spiritual refinement is what we're pushing. We're not just, you know, abs is a byproduct of having your mind right. Right right that's just, that's just something nice the time management, the discipline, the commitment, the goal setting, you know the delay and the gratification those are the things that we're really teaching people and help and helping them shape everything in their lives not just like I said this you being cut up and having nice texts and all of that we all want that it's summertime, but that's like the the things that don't even matter once you start this process and it's just like we're we're very intentional bro, so it's like we're bro I Either way, I like it, bro. It doesn't even matter, you know, like, because it's just like they're getting the same service. The only thing is I'm not there um, yelling in person or acting crazy, jumping, you know, whatever the case in person.
0: Right. And it's like many people have gotten in shape off them. Jane Fonda and, uh, you know, Six Minute Abs and Billy Blank's, you know, Tybo and uh, what's the other guy, Richard Simmons. You know, people have been doing stuff like that for years. So why wouldn't what you're doing work? It's it's, And it's on a much more personal level than that, you know what I mean? Than watching a video of someone leading a class and you're kind of following, because mm-hmm. if you see someone struggle, you can kind of stop and kind of get them back into a pace.
1: Definitely, definitely, definitely. That's the whole premise. Like we have beginner and advanced and immediate programs. So it's like with our classes, just set up group classes. Like I said, we, we're holding you accountable. We don't want you to injure yourself. Um, Bro, we want you to win, you know? Like I said, like your success is our success. It's where I'd rather have, I want a transformation pick, period. Like if you say, yo, I want to lose 20 pounds, I want I want that pick with 20 pounds, you know? I want you to um, feel confident about yourself. If you're a woman that's been struggling in a weight, I want to show you, yo, you don't have to eat like a rabbit to get into shape. You know what I mean? And it's right. just, it's just the confidence it's really like the confidence and the um the all around the all around um accountability that you give the people, man, is the biggest thing that I feel is lacking. That's because the it's society where everything's instant, everything's now, and individuals just don't really understand the land of gratification there. So it's so many things that we're able to implement that transition to all across the board that I just feel blessed, man, that that God's using me in that capacity. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, it's beautiful. And I see that it it is much more beyond fitness. Um, you talk about it's, it's self-discipline and it's getting away from instant gratification and the way that I see it that's self-love that, 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 that that's self-love that's having love for yourself to, to, to be mentally strong, to escape the instant gratifications of, you know, Taco Bell over cooking food at your house. Um, the instant gratification of looking at this or you know uh picking up this right there, there's a big difference definitely. between these right definitely. definitely and um i believe that that self-discipline is a mark of self-love and you can't you know you can't go be in a healthy relationship or or even have healthy friendships with people and, and tell them you love them if you don't love yourself that's right. So I think that's a big, a big mark of that. You're you're helping people not only to get in shape and to get mentally stronger, but you're helping them love themselves again, man. And that's beautiful. That's the most powerful thing someone can do. So, um, I guess. Also, I wanted to thank you for doing my podcast because you said a minute ago that you do a lot of research and praying and talking to your mentors and stuff before you make decisions, and I know that. Um, I'm sure you did that before you came on my podcast. So I appreciate you doing this, despite all all the craziness that I might have on my timeline sometimes.
1: Hey, bro, you know, it's so funny because I looked through your timeline and I'm going to tell you what so the deal was. I saw a post and it, I think it said it said something in regards of um, it. Just you had a similar belief to me, you know, that I was like, huh. OK, you know, and 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 one of the biggest things, man, as I said, I'm a Christian black man, bro. I'm not. I'm not your condemner, bro. I can't judge you. <laughs> I make. I make mistakes. You know right. what I mean, right? You know, the biggest thing is what I'll say. What I tell everybody is, as leaders and a person of influence, we have to be mindful of the things we put out because it matters. Right. You know. But at the same time, I understood, like you know, like. I understand. You know, I understand.
0: No, and we were talking about that before the show too. I was telling you that. Um, I think you said Mitri told you that I had influence or whatever, and I was like, yeah, I, I do, but I'm trying to channel it and learn how to use it the correct way.
1: Um, bro, um, the biggest thing I would say about that, I can't say it enough, your physical, mental, and spiritual refinement. You know, the biggest thing is, you know, your giftings, the things that you have, the things that people, the influence that you have, bro, that's a God-given gift. That's not you. You're not so cool. You weren't so funny, oh, yeah. you know what I mean? I mean, it's just yeah. it's just like me with, with working out and the things that I've been blessed with. That's not due to me being so good, you know what I mean? And like you said earlier, we all have past where if we actually got what we deserve, yikes. You know, if we actually got what we deserve, so it's like with influences, one, understanding what are you trying to do, understanding Yo, who, who's in control, bro? Like it's 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 really I don't want to I don't want to push my um my relationship with Christ off on you, bro. But I mean, like for me, and that's coming from somebody who didn't want to hear nothing about that for 29 years, 30 years of my life, didn't want to hear nothing about that. I mean, it was the white man's religion. Right. And I mean, that was my perspective, that was my um my thought process on it, and my experience validated that. But as we know, you know, one of the things I've learned, man, since I've started this journey, those are the places that the devil can have a foothold where you're ignorant. Like darkness is ignorance and the lack of knowledge. If I don't know, you know, I can believe whatever. So it's just like where I would say, bro, really, like it's like, man, with 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 you, it just starts with the refinement, bro, your mental, physical, and spiritual refinement. Understanding the source. Understanding the source one of the things is you know and i'm an individual bro i swear i tried to run bro i tried to run you know i didn't believe this i didn't do this but it's like where i got in relationship and as, as i said earlier man you know man i can only imagine when the church starts operating like the church
0: like that's gonna be a beautiful thing bro so when you say you tried to run do you mean like you started having like awakenings and you were trying to avoid them I would say it's bigger than that, bro. Like, you know, I'm an individual. I was incarcerated for 10 years.
1: You know, I fell when I was 17. I came home when I was 27. Um, that whole time, you know, all types of things transpired from the time of, you know, that incarceration and before. And outside of it, dog, the restoration, the restoration, the things that I have from a degree to the businesses, the homes and, like you know, I'm blessed, bro, and it's like that's only God. I'm not so good, and I'm not special, you know. Where I didn't, I didn't understand, and ever since I put Him first, you know what I mean. My influence, my business, my relationships have been thriving more. And that's not saying I'm running around humming and praying and acting weird. That's not that. That's just understanding. Yo, He's my source, and this right. man gives me. I have a, I have a template of how I need to be conducting myself.
0: right? And a man with no standard can't be trusted. So when you get in touch with that source, it's about getting in line with it and kind of being like water, like Bruce Lee says. You got to be like water. Bro,
1: it's deeper than that. Relationship, where it's like a relationship. For example, we're getting to know each other. Our relationship, in order to do that, you know what I mean? I have to nurture it. I have to spend time with you. I have to talk to you. I have to know what makes you happy and what doesn't make you happy certain things you're not going to like and it's certain things that you might not you know like you would say um you know god says don't have sex before marriage why that's crazy that's this no because it gives you an unhealthy appetite that you were never meant to have there's a reason behind it and it's like where you know where you get a healthy fear and not the fear of oh i'm scared not a fear of reverence the understanding of yo this is my source and this is my source. Why would I want to, why would I want to disappoint who's going to give me anything that I ask for as long as I ask for it through his will, Right. As long as I, so it's just like having that awakening and that understanding was like, bro, I've been playing games and I propagated that to so many people. I got so many friends that I have to, I have to talk to because I got them going to hell, bro.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. I, I, I know I'm not a typical, um, I'm not a typical Christian. I, I very much believe in Christ and God, um, but I do see what you're saying, and I, I totally get what you're saying because I've I've felt that way too, where I've steered people in the wrong direction and put them in fear-based consciousness, or just just not acted totally from love, um, and it's not that's not Christ-like, you know what I mean? To to yeah. be to be a um, to try to get people to see things your way out of out of fear or almost a, a emotional intellectual bullying um so i guess i guess we're getting we'll we'll just make it personal instead of make it overall so what are what are some fitness tips you have for me what are some fitness fitness tips for you yeah
1: i was gonna bro one i would say bigger than that man i want you to set up a time that you're waking up you need to set up a schedule for yourself and make one marginal goal the marginal goal that i would have for you is like you look at things like all right where's my water consumption where's my um when am I waking up? You know, like I always find it, though one of the corniest things that I find people do, bro, I can't stand when I call somebody and they're like, yo, I slept in. And I'm like, bro, are you a millionaire? Like, do you got your life together? Like, you have like, what are you doing sleeping in? So it's just like now in a time of writing down your goal, that's one of the things, writing down one goal and writing down one step that you can implement right now, physically, mentally, and spiritually to get to that. It's really that simple. Whether it be, yo, I'm gonna pick up this book and read a page every day. I'm gonna be intentional about drinking my water. I'm gonna set up my time. I'm waking up at this time and I'm gonna do this. You know, so it would be where, like I said, the body follows the mind, bro. It's yeah. more of a mindset. It's more of an understanding that one, you have to feel like you're worthy. One, you have to feel like you're worthy of being healthy, especially in times like this, bro. You know, everybody was worried about health. You know what I mean? It's it's it's, it's so, and and this is the one thing that we all, the only thing that God gives us with. The only thing everybody, is time. It's the only gift that everybody gets. And it's just like, what are you doing with your time, bro? What are you doing with your time? You have 168 hours a week. You sleep, you don't sleep all night. You look like you, you're a late sleeper. So say if you sleep 40 hours a week, you still have 128 hours. Say if you work, what, 50 hours a week? hours i haven't okay. been
0: i have okay. been working at all
1: recently so okay. i have no well, i have great.
0: no excuse to to screw off
1: bro yeah that's the biggest thing bro taking back your time that's the first thing do a time audit see where your time is going and allocate your time
0: okay no that and, and you're right man and i know that too and it's like i can i can literally it's like an out-of-body experience it's like i'm watching myself scroll facebook or do whatever thing that it is that i shouldn't be doing that's wasting time and i'm like you shouldn't be doing this you shouldn't be doing this you shouldn't and it's like i'm just watching myself and um that was one of my new year's resolutions was time management because i knew that if i could manage my time correctly if i could get organized and have better self-discipline that everything else all my other goals as far as comedy and entertainment media um, and, and life goals, you know what I mean. Family, uh, um, learning certain skills—that everything else would follow with that. And um, I've done good in some areas, and then, like I told you, when you know, when I moved in March, and then all the COVID stuff hit, um, I've I lost my momentum, I lost my focus, and I'm just now trying to get back into that groove. Bro, we're
1: doing a podcast you're not trying to you're doing it right now you're okay. doing it right now it's just the biggest thing as i said allocate your time take back your time i can tell you what i'm doing at friday at nine o'clock lord willing i wake up you know my free time is allocated it's not just oh i'm just doing whatever and facebook scrolling facebook all of these things bro there's a necessary place for that it's a necessary place for that it's like if you have downtime you have time that you're not working what are you creating what are you working on and not an idea don't oh i have a give me a plan a plan not an idea bro a time audit 168 hours and break down your time that's the first place to start and it has to be practical steps because everybody does says okay well i'm going to man my new year's resolution i don't even do that bro my New Year's resolution this year was to make it to 21 days of prayer, which I did. You know what I mean? That was my New Year's resolution. Anything else was just like where your time, bro, take back your time. 168 hours and break it down. If I sleep 40 hours, I have 128. And it's like, man, allocating that time to your family, eating with your family, hanging out with your family is not allocated time. If you live in the household, you're going to do that anyway. Allocate your time break down your tongue, and take it back.
0: That's it. I like that, man. And you seem like you've been a big influence on Mitri. Because at the times that I... So when I have Mitri on the podcast, he had the um, he had the affirmation alarms on his phone. Yeah,
1: definitely.
0: That was, you know, say a prayer here, uh, an affirmation here, you know. Um, and I tried to adopt that. And then it just... There there was no follow through with it. It just became uh, going through the motions. It was like, oh, cool. It's time to say this thing. Instead of being like snapping out of whatever hypnosis state that I was in, whatever trance that I was in on Facebook or whatever thing and, and going, no, I need to go play with the dog. I need to go exercise. I need to meditate. I need to work on this or work on that. I just, I looked at it and was like, great so um yeah it's it's self-discipline and it's getting away from the instant gratification of things like this taco bell etc that's another thing i wanted to talk to you about too man so uh, with the with the people that you're helping are you are you giving them like dietary tips too bro we do everything with jumping your body bro customized meal plans
1: ban lists bro supplement recommendations we teach you how to stretch I offer specialty classes on Saturdays, glute camps, yoga, dog. We do everything. Literally, literally, all I ask is one percent of trust, and the other ninety-nine I'll earn. You know, I just need you to say, "Yo, know, I want to get in shape, and I want you to just be committed to what you say you want to do. I'm gonna do the rest." You know, so where it's like really, um, bro, it's it's everything, bro. Like I said, man, I have a, a great team, bro. To where um, somebody next to me working right now. Okay. You know, somebody working on videos right now, you okay. know, it's that, it's that type of energy where the intentionality in this next challenge, round three, enrollment is open. Enrollment is open, you know, at FitnessAuthority31.com, you know. Round three, bro, I'm so excited about that just because the value that we're giving away from recipes, and smoothie ideas, the band list, to the yoga classes, the stretch, our challenges are 19.99, bro.
0: Yeah, I was gonna ask what are your rates for for everything you're doing? Um, it depends. It depends on
1: what you want to do. If somebody wants a more customized approach, um, that's a little different. That'll be under whatever it takes fitness. But as far as our challenges and classes, I have group classes. We have um, the challenges. Those are seven live workouts a week where you get to meet me and the rest of the fitness authority instructors. Um, meal plans. Um, a band list. You get community support. We have a, a Facebook community with people that are. Literally in there, encouraging and just moving like lions, bro. Everybody, there's a pride. Like everybody has the same goals. Everybody wants to become the best version of themselves. So those are like just a few of the things that we offer when somebody um, joins the club, bro. Joins the um, the team.
0: Okay, I would love for you to use me as an example, man. I know I don't have the money to pay for a full class, but if you can give me like half half of uh, motivation and just some tips and and a, and a guideline, and then Tonight when we get done with this podcast, I'll send you a before shot and, and just give you an idea of what I want to do. And I, I can send you money too, Kenneth. I, I, can, I can make that happen. But uh, we can use me as a guinea pig, man, because I've been wanting to make some changes too um, on all ends. So I would love to have you back on. And I'm not finishing the podcast by any means, but I would love to have you back again on uh, the 10th of July. And, and we could do, like, the 30-day, like, show, hey, just from this podcast and these tips that Kenneth gave me, you know, that Fitness Authority gave me, I was able to do this. So, imagine if I, you know, um, so maybe we can get you some more customers, too, man. Okay, you, hell yeah. You got that fire, dude. Um, can you tell me more about your network? I really only know you and you and Mitri, but it seems like you have a really powerful team around you guys. Hey, bro, I'm blessed, man.
1: Um. um. Bro, it's it's so many, bro. It's like hidden figures. Like I have so many people around that allow me to be fitness authority, whatever it takes, fitness and vibes and paint. From the individuals who, um, man, my um, dog, if I put my wife, um, Chris, Russell, Marche, Meech, um, dog, it's 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 probably like, bro, I couldn't even I couldn't even in my support system and like I said, my church, the leadership of my pastor. Like, it's been a culmination of all of that, bro. A culmination of all of that. I couldn't say that I got it figured out. And literally, it's been a whole bunch of people, a whole bunch of people in God that's put me in place, bro. It's not, right. you know, anything special in me just being, moving with integrity and being who I say I am. So that's a big part of my actions, a shadow of my convictions. So it's just like 844 tonight. That's who I am at 5 a.m. That's who I am in church. That's who I am in gym. That's who I am when I go to eat. That's who I am when I'm playing with my dog. You know what I mean? Just that having that integrity that
0: holds. You know what I mean? So consistency. Was- Good consistency. I think that's what all this comes down to, Kenneth, is is consistency, right? Yeah, that's <laughs> a that's a that's a
1: that's a big part, bro. Like consistency, man, the compound effect of consistency. That's one of the things that I preach just because with my fitness business, you know, like where now I have somewhat like local notoriety, but it's literally been, man, I've been taking the steps, bro. I've been taking the steps. It hasn't been any, it's been me doing it when I didn't feel like doing it. It's me doing it when I have a boot camp and nobody comes. It's me doing it when I drop a program and nobody buys. It's me doing it when I buy some shirts and nobody, you know what I mean? Just, just understanding how to take to leverage failure and understanding that failure is just a, a lesson, you know what I mean? Right. Failure is a lesson, you know what I mean? It's not, it doesn't mean stop, it doesn't mean quit. It means, yo,
0: adjust, adapt, you know what I mean? You have to grow, you right. some more, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah we're, we're never too strong to keep growing. We're never too enlightened to, uh, to, to seek enlightenment and to keep trying to better mm-hmm. ourselves. It's yeah. when, when we get complacent, well, that's when we start screwing up our focus and our momentum. And now we're sitting here like I am today looking for motivation and inspiration from you.
1: <laughs> hey bro, you know, it's, it's, it's so funny, man. Cause it's like, you know, I tell everybody, it's like, I don't, it's, it's, it's nothing to beat yourself up over though. Right. That's the beautiful thing. That's the beautiful thing about having a relationship with Christ. You know, it's like where I was an individual man that, man, I did this. I cursed through. I did this. I'm, I'm not this. And it's like, yo, that's a whole bunch of religious stuff. That's a whole bunch of religious stuff. I'm not into that. We're not into that. You know what I mean? And I want you to recognize, because you said that again, bro, it's nothing more powerful than to change mind. If you say right now, you know what, bro, I'm getting in my bag, and that's what I need you to be if if you want to work with me. I don't want no money unless you want a transformation. I don't, you know, like I said, bro, I'm not, this isn't, money's a byproduct of value. You know what I mean? Right. I just add value and that's how I make money. I don't, man, I need to make money off of this. I don't need to do that. I don't move like that. I don't run my business off of that. I don't make decisions off of that. I make, can I add value to this situation? Right. It's you know nice I mean? to
0: make money off doing what you love, but that's not why you do it.
1: Yeah, I mean, no, no, don't get it misconstrued. I'm in the business because I'm a businessman. <laughs> don't get it misconstrued. But like I said, bro, I've understood that refinement brings value. Value brings significance, significance brings influence. Refinement brings value. Value brings significance. Significance brings influence. So if I'm refining mentally, physically, and spiritually, I bring myself value. And a lot of people, it's like look at look at our, our, our uh, celebrities, um, our our NFL and basketball players. On a personal level, people didn't like Michael Jordan. They well, he did this, he did this, he did this. But they paid for his discipline. Everybody loves the fact that he's willing to play with the flute. You know what I mean? Everybody loves with the fact that he oh he, he's gonna do anything to win. And once you have your discipline and you cultivate that,
0: they pay you your ties and offerings. They come see you. Right. You know I mean? the money, that's when you become the money bag.
1: <laughs> Don't chase that, bro. Refine. You're okay. refined physically, mentally,
0: and spiritually. Okay. Now uh- Repeat that, uh, The what you had for me a minute ago. You said it twice, there's power in three. Refinement? Refinement brings value. Value brings significance.
1: Significance brings influence. Refinement, refinement brings value. Value brings
0: what? Repeat it back to me now. You said it's a rule in three. <laughs> uh, refinement brings value, Bra- value brings significance, and significance brings influence. Brings influence. Exactly. Making a flow chart.
1: Hey, bro. No, refinement. Like I said, and it is so crazy because like I said, like, you know, I talked me and me talked about you this morning. I said, yo, what's up with bro? He said, man, blah, 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 blah. But like I said, one of the biggest things that he brought up, he said, bro, has influence. Now, do you have influence or leadership influence? I think you have influence. Leadership influence is getting people to do what you want them to do because they want to do it. Now, I was turning that influence to leadership influence, but that only comes by refining because you have to be trusted. You know, any of my friends, anybody I know, I can say, yo, I want to use your car right now and I can get their car. Bro, I need whatever right now and I can get it. You know, within, you know, I'm not, let me get your house, you know what I mean? Nothing crazy. But I say that in the sense of That trust is built by consistency because trust is only built by consistency. You can't trust nobody unless they're consistent. So it's just like understanding and it's like with yourself. So it's like my trust was developed with people because I consistently read. I consistently worked out. I consistently, like in my church, I'm consistent. So it's just like understanding those those areas of refinement, being consistent in it. That's where the value comes, bro. Where someone like you that just has the God-given gift of, God just gave you influence. He gave it to you. Now it's your time. Refine it. Refine it. Sharpen it. Sharpen it. Okay.
0: I want to talk to you about that, the God-giving influence. I want to – because uh, you, you said something earlier. We were talking about that. that sparked something in my head. Like I said, uh, I'm not your typical Christian, but I do study religion. I do believe in God and Christ. Um, In the Bible, it says God spoke, God spoke, God spoke, God spoke everything into existence, right? And in in science, it says that everything is vibrations, right? Mm -hmm. Everything is vibrations moving at faster and slower paces. Um, Our voice is putting off vibrations. This is vibrations coming through my throat to put this out here. Um, You, and I've been told myself, have powerful voices, Not in a symbolic meaning like, oh, the things he has to say and his influence. No, a literal, powerful voice. Do you think that has something to do with influence, that that, that's part of the God-given thing, is that I'm giving you a better uh, megaphone, I guess, a, a better communicator? I would go too far
1: to say that every good thing comes from God. That's how far I'll go with it every good thing comes from God, everything good, everything good, you know, where, um, of course, like you have a voice, you have a voice that's being heard, so it makes sense for him when he designed you, when he thought of you, to say, yo, I need to be, make sure that he can, he's a good orator, he's able to, um, speak from his diaphragm, people are willing to, um, listen when he speaks, it makes perfect sense, and it's just, you know, like, um, that's how intentional it is, and that's how intentional he is. He's intentional. It's no mistake that we're talking right now. It's no mistake that you and me. He's intentional, bro. So it's right. just like where any of the decisions, any of the things that have been transpiring since you moved, since COVID nineteen. You know, I'm not God, so I don't know what's gonna happen. But I know he's in control. Right. And I know that I know that if he wanted to, he could be gone. If right. he wanted to. So it's just like where now. But I also understand that. God didn't give us chairs. He gave us trees and
0: put the put the chairs in the trees. Right. Put he the cars in the mountains. Right. You feel me? Yeah, no, 100% dude. I'm totally on your level with that. 100%. And there and then there's things like um if you want to look at this after the podcast with the Fibonacci sequence and the phi ratio that point to intelligent design 100 percent it's when you have an understanding of those two concepts it's really it points to the fact that there is a creator the creative source and it has like you said intention this is not by accident um so the phi ratio basically it's the vitruvian man right the the leonardo da vinci picture of like the man with his arms and legs out it's the circle around him um the 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 ratio from my fingertip to here, the ratio from here to here, and the ratio from here to here, it's it's the same ratio as you, even though I'm six foot six and and you're however tall you are, we you're still six, have, six, bro. Yeah, I'm six six. Yikes! I'm just here for rebounds and defense. Yeah, I was about to say you <laughs> should be dunking on somebody. <laughs> I've been wanting to play some ball, man. My knees are jacked up right now. So I need to stop eating as many carbs. I think that the inflammation is getting to me. Um, man, I love talking to you, Kenneth. I definitely, we definitely got to do this again on the 10th next month. And this is not over by any means. I still have more stuff I want to talk to you about. Um, is there anything else before we move on to more uh, social um, issues or, or conversation? Is there anything else you want to get off your chest as far as like... Uh, fitness wise motivational inspirational anything like that um
1: not really bro i mean my platforms whatever it takes fitness fitness authority 31 my trainer kenneth the websites like i mean anybody yeah. who wants to know can check me out there any questions and you know it's work and then you then know, it's if like, anybody wants some work it's, it's free smoke right now and it's summertime so you know
0: and then like you said um when you were speaking directly to me, if, if you have a goal and intention and you audit your time and use it correctly, then everything else that you ultimately want should come with that. Definitely. Okay. All right. I'm going to take that into this next month and I'm going to start trying to work out. Um, I'm going to get in touch with you after this podcast too Definitely. and try to get a regimen from you or something, because I've been, I've been wanting to get in shape. I, I grew up a fat kid and, um, now I've lost a lot of weight since then, so I have like flabby stomach and flabby chest. So okay. I've been trying to get myself right um, to get my body to a place that I'm more comfortable going to the beach and taking my shirt off. Um, but also, it's not just about the superficial stuff like that. Like, yeah, that's great and all, but I know that the ultimate takeaway from that is going to be mental discipline, mental health, um, mental strength. Uh, well, thank you for all, everything, cause you're super motivational, dude. I uh, I like having people like that around me, man. I've been trying to build a better network around me, and and um. When you're when you work with people like Mitri and everyone that you named in your network, it's it's hard to fall off the wagon. It's hard to to lose momentum and lose focus when everybody around you is so focused and determined and intentional. It's like you got to keep pace with your with your group if you wanna be a part of the gang, you know? Facts, facts. So it's good to have good people around you.
1: Bro, iron sharpens iron, man. Um, one of the biggest things, man, is it's pinnacle. It's pinnacle for you as a man to be reading. It's pinnacle for you to be, to be working out. It's pinnacle for you to be praying. It's pinnacle for you to have individuals in your life that can speak life into you, that, you can, that are a sounding board that you can safely trust. That's because as a man, you got all of these things, fear, insecurity, all of these things pulling from you, all of these things constantly, doubt, um, what am I going to do, my future, my life, this job, family, girl, all of these things are constantly pulling at you. And if you're not pouring things back in you,
0: you're going to feel like wrapping yourself around a tree. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it gets overwhelming and you lose sight of yourself. And that's, that's how depression starts and anxiety and stuff like that. Um, I mean, we, we were talking before the podcast, we, we had a really good pre podcast talk and, and you were telling me about all these things that you recognized in me and, and basically were telling me that I needed refinement and, and the time audit. And, uh, yeah, it's, 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 affected me too. 100%. Sometimes I get scared though, with uh, as a comedian, because it's like most comedians had a dark childhood and a lot of good comedy comes from a dark place. So sometimes I'm like, man, if I fix myself, am I going to not be funny anymore? And that's a lie that addiction tells you. Definitely. Because it wants you to keep around. Oh, I, I see you're trying to eat dinner, but I know it's late. Oh, uh, no, you're good, bro. bro. You're good. Yeah, hell yeah. So you had some things that you wanted to talk about. Um, um, I Before I got into that, I kind of wanted to talk to you about everything going on with uh, Black Lives Matter, George Floyd, and... That's on a national level, but I also want to talk a local level too because uh, we got the slave block removed downtown. Uh-huh. So I just wanted to hear your input on all those. That, that's full scope of things.
1: Well, to be honest, bro, I'm gonna keep it hundred with you. My answer in a nutshell is Jesus. That's my answer in a nutshell. You know, now let's look at practical steps. Um, the slave block is so funny. A year ago, um. A person in my network did a march on that slave block. I remember about a year ago. Yep, you I know, remember you guys did that. You know, and um, one of the things about it is, is it's just like, man, just because we can do something doesn't mean we should. You know, so it's like looking at looking at the slave block and understanding what it does to half of the community that we live in it's just not a wise decision. So I think that it was necessary, and. Outside of that, it's like, man, I think that anybody who feels like it should still be there, let's have a heart check. What what does that represent? Because the reality of it is, is we talk about slavery and all of these things like it was a long time ago. Because I remember in school learning about the Holocaust, and I was told never to forget never remember, you know what I mean? All of these different things. But slavery, that was 154 years ago. Right. That was 154 years ago. So that means three generations ago, there were slaves in this community. It's yeah. like if you look at the if you look at the um what's that church man, is it Shiloh Baptist? This downtown Fredericksburg. Yep, yep. You can see on that wall. Oh, this was overseer and all of these different things. Mm-hmm. Where it's like now it's a it's a it's a it's a stain on our community having that slave block. It's right. what it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a it's something that divides us.
0: Yeah, it's, it's very like polarizing.
1: Definitely, bro. It's a slave block, bro. <laughs> yeah, it's a slave block. Meaning that my grand like. Anybody that's from that area, bro, anybody from that area, like, my grandparents' grandparents were slaves. The Emancipation Proclamation was 1865. The last modern-day accounts that they were still running plantation plantations was 1906. Right. Then you look at, then you go forward, so we have Jim Crow, then we have separate but equal, then we have this. Prison industrial complex to black men getting killed and women getting killed, um, just getting tried on the street, lynched on the street. So it's an area where I think that us as in this area, it's like, is anybody like your hair like? What what does that mean to anybody? And it's like if you feel like it's okay to own someone, you know what I mean. If it, if you feel like that's okay, I think the individuals like that need a heart check, bro. Yeah. they really need a heart check and see what's their motivation behind that. What. What influenced this? What is it that that um, has me feeling this way about other people or the color of their skin? You know, that's right.
0: crazy. No, it's crazy, and it's crazy that it was it being taken down was almost as divisive as a topic as its existence in the first place. But it was like what the the amount of, for lack of a better term, racists that came out in defense of the slave block was astonishing. It's crazy, man. It's it's the community that we live in is it's weird, man. Because we're we're right in that crossroads. We're literally right in that crossroads. Thanks. Of uh, I heard somebody the other day call it the gateway to racism, hmm. and uh, it does feel like that sometimes, man. You very much have the old boys club here, and and a lot of country, uh, Confederate flag flying people that are just ignorant for it's what it is it's ignorant or or fear you know is is that what it is are 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 you scared of other people bro they're victims of the system too right yeah yeah exactly they're victims
1: of the same system right think about it is is and that's why us as christians like i said earlier man the devil can have a foothold any place that is darkness that's where ignorance is that's why us us as um christian men bro it's pinnacle for us to share that light. It's pinnacle for us to um, share that example. And that's why back to like that content comment that you said, bro, you got to recognize, man, your voice matters more than you know. You got to recognize that, you know, one thing that you could say could change everything. Right? right. You started out with 12 people, bro. You know right. what I mean? Look at all of these people that, all of these people that we admire mm-hmm. in history, the only mm-hmm. thing that they had is their actions were shadows of their
0: convictions.
1: Their, their actions are shadows to that
0: conviction. of their convictions. Yeah,
1: it wasn't, oh, I'm doing this. It's like, bro, as I told you, integrity. You know what I mean? From, meaning like from the root word, it's your whole. Oh, I'm the same. you know where, bro, integrity, man, and, and heart checks, man, really need to be given out, especially to those who say that we have like those with influence as yourself. So it's just right. like a, um, it's a society where we're all victims of the same thing. But it's like a lot of us don't even know it. Right. A lot of us don't even know it. And I'm speaking more for white people. A lot of them don't know it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, you know, that's another thing. That's why I appreciate having you as part of my network now and having you on the podcast because you're a very good friend in the sense that you gas me up. You gas the people around you up, right? You you build people up, but you're not a yes man. You're not going to sit here and just. Uh, give me an affirmation for something that you don't agree with. You're going you'll call me on my BS and go, hey, you need to audit your time. I see A, B, and C with you, Scott, and I feel like you can fix these things about yourself. That's, How can you be friends with somebody
1: if you don't do that? Are you friends if you're not holding each other accountable? I,
0: I think I'll, I think it happens more often than not that that people don't. There's no more brotherhood like that or sisterhood. There's no more covenant anymore you know what i mean there, there's a lot of lack of accountability between friends and community it, at least it feels like or maybe that's just my and i'm not saying that my friends don't hold me accountable that's why i love the friends that i have because it's the same way they, they support me in everything that i do they gas me up but they'll call me on my crap when they see it <clears throat> and i think it's super important to have people like that in your life i, I was just trying to get that out there um I'm, I'm sure a lot of people have friends that are just yes men, yes women, and I think that's a fake friend, because how are you going to, there's got to be times that you think, well, wait a second, Kenneth, what if, what if you did this, or what if you did that? Well, if you hold that back from somebody that you supposedly care about, so your friend, then how much of a friend are you really for not giving them that insight?
1: Exactly. Exactly. Kind of tough, bro, because it's like with me, a friend is someone willing, able, and capable of helping you reach your destination. Anything outside of that is an enemy for me. Right. Willing, able, and capable of helping me reach my destination. Anything outside of that is an enemy or a distraction. And it's a lot of times when you're trying to reach success, a lot of times um, distractions come masquerading as opportunities. Right. Right. You know what I mean? Yep. 100%. So it's just like man. If they're not willing, able, or capable of helping you reach your destination, bro, they're
0: an enemy, bro. Yeah, they're an enemy. One hundred percent. That's excellent insight, man. Um, all right. So you talked about. So what did you want to talk about first? Um, because I asked you earlier if there were things that you wanted to talk about, uh, in particular, you said that you had a call to action. And you also said that you wanted to talk about your Juneteenth event. And I also think that it's important to just talk about, to give a brief synopsis of Juneteenth because a lot of people don't know what that is. I knew of it, but I didn't know what it was. And I I actually uh, did my research today so that I could have a better understanding of Juneteenth. Um, So which did you want to talk about first, your event or your call to action?
1: Wow. Um, well, Juneteenth. You know, that's basically ba- that's like Freedom Day. Yeah, that was actually you know, in, in correlation to the Emancipation Proclamation, as I told you in 1865. But um, the Juneteenth mm-hmm. event, we're doing a we're doing a live painting by Meach, and this is a time where we're going to celebrate. We're going to celebrate as a community, as a culture, um, equality, man, equality. equality. You know, we're gonna celebrate equality. This is gonna be a time where um, individuals may can empower themselves and get an opportunity, yo, let me step out of my bubble. Right. Everybody's familiar with July 4th. You right. don't even have to think about that. You know what I mean? Right. So it's a whole it's a whole community of people here that celebrate something that she just now knew. You know what I mean? Right, yeah. So this is gonna be an opportunity for us to empower our community it's going to be an opportunity for individuals to educate yourselves and have fun and to see where the vibes have been is. And as black business
0: owners, it's pinnacle that we, that we do this. 100%. 100%. I would even go so much as to argue that, um, Juneteenth should be a national holiday.
1: That's a fact. That's a fact, but you know, um, it's so funny, man. Um, you know, um, The infrastructure of Fredericksburgs grown so much faster than the the minds and concepts of the people. You know what I mean, right? Where, where, you know, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even, and it's like it's, it's so crazy where individuals, man, like I, I don't know, you know, I I can't say what they're going to do. You know, I'm hearing different things, and the media has been inundating me with so much information that, you know, from the pandemic to Black person getting killed three hours ago in South Carolina, you know what I mean, by the police, um, to us seeing the Senate this morning with George Floyd's brother going. You know, it's so much going on, man. There's so much going on. So it's like, this all brings it into my call of action. You know, as a Christian Black man, the church is responsible. That's the only answer that I can have as a Black man. And, and I'm so happy that I can say Christian and I can identify with that first, you know? That's because that lets me know that I know that God is in control and I know that he has a plan. And now I look at this as, you know, our churches. And Fredericksburg is probably 100, Spotsylvania is 200, and Stafford, so on and so forth. It's a lot. Imagine if, the, uh, imagine if the church was teaching equality. Right. Imagine if the church was improving race relationships. Imagine if the church, uh, was acting like the church in love. Right. So as a Christian man, that's the first call to action. The church has to be the church, period. Right. If the church is the church, bro, that affects our whole community and our whole society. Yeah. That's the church being the church. And I'm not well- talking about religion, bro. I'm <laughs> talking about just chasing being Christ-like. Right. I'm going to treat my brother as I want to treat myself. I'm going to do on to others as I want done to myself. You know what I mean? Anytime I view somebody, I'm gonna look at you through the lens. Of, that's why I can't judge you. I can. Look, I look, bro. You got all types of wild shit on your page. But at yeah. the same time, bro, I'm just more mindful. I'm just in a different place than you. That yeah. doesn't make me better. That doesn't make me. That doesn't make you not a Christian or any of these things, man. Where we have to, we have to take out. I have to say, yo, you know what? No, I mean, let me. How does God view this, brother? Right. Period. How does God view him? You know what I mean? Now let me align my actions with how God how God views him. And the thing about it is, is change leads feelings follow. It's just like when you start this time order, When you start following it doesn't feel good, bro. It doesn't feel good waking up in the morning and working out, bro. It doesn't feel good eating fish and spinach every night. You know what, right. what I mean? Right. And, that's, and that's, but at the same time, as you were saying that compound effect of consistency earlier As you were saying that, um, yo, I have this, I have these things that you want to do. Now it's like, imagine, imagine surrounded by the body of Christ, bro. Imagine you going to these relationships that you were talking about. If you could go to church in a small group and get exposed to men that are going to encourage you, that are going to sharpen your vision, that are going to help you, that are going to hold you accountable. The church just has to be the church, bro. And I've actually, me and my team have actually developed it correctly that we want to um that we want to launch man to any and everybody that that is willing man and that wants understanding empathy change and and the open up dialogue it's a 12 week curriculum 12 weeks for adults six weeks for children and then it's a leader it's a leadership steps that the that the um the um leader would be taking that's teaching the curriculum to um just impact that change just because it's like you know I've been seeing a lot of memes you know in regards of um one bad apple i saw i saw a post uh, i was told about a post this morning where a woman was upset that her daughter was upset that her dad's a, a police officer and um people are like he, he people hate him and you know all these different things and it was so funny because the first thing that i was thinking was how do you think that so you go home you can take off your uniform you can take off your uniform now imagine the black child that the dad the dad's hated She's hated, you know what I mean? Her mother's hated and everybody she knows hated. You know and I mean my nieces and nephews are marching in black and black lives Matter at six, seven, eight years old now. Right. They have to deal with a society where everybody's on edge. You know what I mean? Right. Dog my trip down to Florida, bro. I rearranged the time that I was leaving because I wanted to be driving daylight just because it'd be more susceptible. If something happened, I would be seen. So that's the anxiety that as a black man we have to walk around with. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I don't know I don't know what you mean. Yeah. I exa- I don't exactly. know what you mean. But 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 the thing about it is is most people aren't even willing to listen. It's just like in the stores like downtown Fredericksburg, bro. I've never walked downtown. The reason why is like what the hell am I doing down there? But look at being you know, look at crazy. I'm six two, two 240 pounds.
0: <laughs> right.
1: And 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 I don't have a lot of body fat. You know what I mean? You know, it's like ten. Ten percent. You know what I'm saying? So right. it's just like naturally I feel uncomfortable down there. I don't feel like I have no business down there. Right. And this is a community that I live, that I put money into, that I pay tax dollars into, that I that I build up, that I consistently pour into, that I've owned fundraisers in. You know what I mean? That I give away things. And it's like it's it's so funny because most of the things we do, we don't even post about because we don't need to applause for doing what we're called to do. Yeah, it was just like the individuals who have a voice, who have a platform. And one of the things is, as a black man, bro, you nah, I mean? You you can talk to so many people that I can't talk to. You can, you can um, you can stand up to things that dog. It was like, bro, one of the protests, they were yelling out "white chill. because they were spraying, they were spraying the black people, and then the white protesters would come up and they would yeah. stop. Like it's 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 that real in America, bro. And yep. it's just it's something that's been denied. It's something that people, we don't, you know what I mean? We don't, the criminals, you know, it's, it's so crazy. There's so many crazy narratives that are coming out. And it's just like, yo, why are we just gonna say, yo, let's do it, guys, let's try it his way. Let's try it his way. And I'm just talking about the church. I can't speak for the community, but I, I do understand that if the body of Christ stood up and just did what they were called to do, I know what the effects it would have on our society immediately. Right. I'm not talking about a long time. Immediately, right? You know, and this is coming from a black dude that goes to a white church. I go to a white church. My pastor white, bro. You know what I mean? But yeah. you know what? It was beautiful that that he had to call the action. That he that he had enough sense to say, "Yo, this ain't right," because you can't be you can't be a good person and see certain atrocities
0: that have been going on
1: and not feel certain types of way.
0: Yeah. You lack empathy, like you like you were saying earlier. You lack oh, empathy if you can't. Exactly. If you can't look at those images or that image of, of George Floyd or that's read that story about Breonna Taylor and and that doesn't make you sick, then uh, what'd you say earlier? You need, you need a heart check, right? Need a heart check, bro. Need a heart check. Do. I think a lot of us do. You've helped sharpen my vision. You said that a minute ago. You helped sharpen my vision inwardly. And that's where it starts. That's where it starts, Kenneth. Man, you're a powerful speaker, brother. I appreciate that, bro. So uh, so, so, you're trying to get the churches on the same page. That's that's your call to action? Um, Yeah, I wouldn't
1: even say bigger than that, bro. Just because it's like, you know, like with my church, man, you know, I just, you know, the biggest thing is effect and change. As I told you earlier, Jesus started with 12 people, bro. I'm a Christian right now. He started right. with 12 people. In a different country, 2,000 years ago. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, we can't, we can't, um, bro, the church has to be the church. People that call themselves, like, it's like earlier, you, you kept, I don't know, you kept diverting, bro. You know what I mean? And it's like, oh, if you're saved, you're saved. The thing about it is, are you walking in your purpose? And the thing about it is, is I can hear it in your voice, bro, you're ready for purpose. All your, all your, bro, everything you said just led me to like, yo, bro, I can only imagine. He starts walking with Christ, bro. I can only imagine your influence, your comedy, your platform, your voice. So it's just like, I need the church to do what they say they're doing. That's what I need. Right. That's what the world needs the church to do what they say they're going to do.
0: You need them to act, not say.
1: Exactly. I'm tired of posting. I'm tired of posting. Yeah. You know, the posting, you know, I share some things only because it's only right. Because it's like, maybe somebody that hasn't seen this will see this and might respect me. Hear it from me. So it's still, but I'm tired. I'm tired of um, posting um, police killing black people. I'm tired of seeing beatings. I'm I'm just tired of it, bro. Yeah. And I I can't understand how um, we're in a society, bro, where it's like now it's kind of changing because some action has happened on the other side. You know what I mean? Minute action. Nothing's really happened yet. Yeah. Nothing's really happened yet. No. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's just like where, um, man, the church being the church, bro, the body of Christ being the body of Christ, us stepping up to our purpose, man, the individuals who have platforms standing up and, and, and using their influence to um, propagate what God loves, bro. Right. What God loves.
0: So no matter what your interpretation of the Bible is, whether you're Catholic, Protestant, baptist southern baptist pentecostal epic hippie in a hey, sunroom that? it's it's be a man of god and be a woman a of god. god and be a this is something i like to talk about too be a seven day a week christian not just uh an hour on sunday morning
1: but
0: yeah. you know don't it's, it's not a, it's not a networking event and it's not uh, I study a lot of, I study a lot of religion. Uh, one of my favorites to study is uh, Hindu, but in Hindu culture, religion isn't, it isn't like a subsection of culture that you go do on Sunday.
1: Yes. They have,
0: they, yes. It's, it's, it encompasses everything. Yeah. Um, and that's like you said earlier, you know, you see the, you see the chair and the tree and the car and the mountain, and you know that all of this is born out of one thing. And then you look at the cup, and the pen and the microphone and it's all because we're god's brothers too and and we're here to help create this stuff kenneth i love you man this is a great talk uh i gotta have you back i'm gonna let you eat your dinner yeah man appreciate you is there anything else you want to get off your chest bro enrollment is open man (laughs) enrollment is open round three enrollment is enrollment is
1: open um bro just and with you bro um Bro, I need you to I need you to walk into that purpose, bro. Okay. I need you to walk into that. I need you to handle your business and do the things that you told me you want to do right now. You know what I mean? Okay. But other than that, man, God bless, man. Appreciate you having me on. And um, yeah, bro, let's get focused, let's be the change that we want to see.
0: Yeah, and then like you like you said, if if I wanna you said you want to see me do those things now, what I have to do is put my put my goals out there to tell some friends my goals, and then myself and have my friends help keep me accountable definitely
1: definitely, definitely
0: bro sure have a good night bud thank you for all doing right, us. bro i'll see you again on july 10th
1: all right Ooh. hell yeah i'll lock you in
0: all right beautiful you have a good night
1: all right, bro, bro. Bye.